Welcome to the Life in a Bookshelf podcast with Beck Mills. Here you will find convos, connection and random musings all about this 30-something life. We talk lifelong learning, we talk books, reading, mini book reviews, writing all the way through to home and wellness hacks and making a positive impact with our time here on earth in our own lives our families and out in our wider community. I really hope you enjoy today's episode. G'day, how are you? Welcome into today's episode. Uh, we are going to be talking about what we have been doing just in the last week over in the school holidays here with the kiddos and in our home just to try and reset for the year ahead and get ready for school and um, just really, I guess, make the home feel fresh and and clear, um, you know, as we settle back into school routines, sport, kids sports, all the sports, everything. I just love having a, like a little mini reset each school holiday and I've talked to a few friends about this actually and it's amazing how quickly the kids get the hang of it too. Like the first time or the second time maybe that you do it, the kids are kind of like, eh. But after that, they just kind of know that it's coming at some stage in the school holidays. And it's certainly not like a three-day thing. Um, you know, sometimes it takes us a, an hour. Sometimes it takes us, you know, a bit of a morning if we're toing and froing, like from it, taking breaks and whatnot, um, doing other things and then coming back. Um, it just depends. Like, I guess your time frame you want to get it all in one go or whether you're going to spread it out um but yeah I'm going to tell you about like what we have been doing in terms of our little holiday reset in particular with the kids area um but also their bedrooms clothes um so if you're feeling a little uh if you're feeling really overwhelmed or stressed um in your house at the moment or in, in a particular area like the kids' room or the kids' play area, uh, then this one's for you. And I want to share what we've learned over the years and in hopes that it helps you too and feel inspired and encouraged and know you've got someone who's cheering you on um, because I know how, how tough this can be and I struggled this with this for ah, years and years and years and years and years. So... <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so some of the things that we've been tackling and the reason I was going to do it before Christmas but we had school finishing, then we had swimming lessons every day and then we left um, for Christmas. We went away and then we came home for a couple of days and then we went away again. <laughs> so I've left it till um, like the last week to really get stuck into it. Once, you know, we'd settled in and had a bit of time at home again and just – yeah, enjoyed that little relaxing time. Uh, so one of the very first things we tackled was the schoolwork that the kids brought home at the end of the year, end of last year. Uh, and this, you know, especially if they're in the younger years of schooling, like kindy, pre-primary, even year one, you know, they, they bring home so much and they do so much artwork and there's a lot. And then as your kids get older, there tends to be more like workbooks and things like that. Well, that's at our school anyway, with our kids. And I really try and make a point first of 
going through it with the kids, like getting them to show me the work that they've done and like tell me a story about this picture. And like that doesn't take that doesn't take long at all. So um, you know, there was a time where I was like, uh, yeah, we'll get to that, we'll get to that, yep, 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 we'll get to that. But now if I include them and I make a point of like, okay, this morning you're gonna show me your schoolwork. Um, let's go through it. It really, it, it doesn't take long at all. They get to tell the story of what they've made, um, share some memories, um, and yeah, often you see their face light up. Um, and I'm like, oh, you know, like, what's this one about? And what inspired this? Did you read a book? Da, da, da. And just doing that and getting them to share the memory of it, um, of actually making it or writing it or doing it, if they had any struggles with it. Just getting them to go through that is so powerful for them and I think that's one of the um, biggest things I've learned with in terms of decluttering the home of, with the kids and the kids stuff and also hashtag life lessons, I've found it to be so important for us as adults as well to tell the story of our things, especially if they're holding a lot of emotion like maybe they're sentimental things <clears throat> maybe they're things from our past that we're finding it difficult to let go of. By actually sharing the story of it, whether it's with your partner, whether it's with your mum, whether it's with your kids, whether it's with your friend, like it doesn't matter. It, what matters is you tell the story of the thing. Um, it's so, so, so powerful in um, feeling heard and feeling seen and understood and which is, you know, in life is so, so vital for people to thrive. So. Just taking a few minutes to go through those things with them uh, is really, really powerful. So I really make a point of doing that. Sometimes there's heaps. Sometimes there's only a little bit of work. Um, and then the the other thing we get to, and a lot of people ask me about this, is like they want to keep everything. They want to keep their scrapbooks. They want to keep their workbooks. They want to keep all of their art. And yes, and also it might be yourself that wants to keep it all. And that was me. So in the beginning years of school, I just wanted to keep everything that they created, you know, like just thinking it was like the awesomest thing ever um, and being, you know, someone who really enjoyed arts when I was younger and getting creative even to this day. Like I feel like I can't get rid of that. <laughs> someone who created that. Uh, but there's something that I'm actively working through and a few strategies I've found to be super helpful and I want to share them with you uh, is – I asked them, would you like me to take a photo? And then we have this memory forever. You know, we can look back on it if we want to. Um, so pick out which things you want me to take a photo of and you'd be happy to, to let them go if you, once we've got the photo. So we do that. And then I have one, um, what size are they? They're probably A3 art folder, portfolio thingy. I have one each for the boys. And if they've done something that they absolutely love and adore and it's their most favourite thing, like I, I kind of cap it at like two or three at the moment. Um, they pick those out and they put those in their folder and we keep those ones. Um, I also take a photo of them as well, <laughs> just in case, in the future. But, um, yeah, so we pick that out. And then the rest, they're, ha they're really happy to let go. And, no, it wasn't easy when we first did it, when we first did it and I'm not going to pretend like it was. And all children are different and all parents are different uh, with this as well. And it took practice for us. Um, but now the boys, they know that it's coming. 
they know what we do. They might be a bit attached to it at first, but they know, yeah, we're taking photos of it. Yeah, we're keeping our most special ones and they're happy to let the rest go because, you know, we've been through it. They've showed mum and dad, they've told the story of it and they're happy to let it go. And it really surprised me and I learned so much from the kids on this um, for myself and for, for letting go of my things um, in that, you know, our memories aren't stored in objects you know they're inside of us and yeah the act of just explaining what something is about or where you got it from or who you got it from and you know that time of your life that 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 item was with you or whatever whatever it is telling that story is so powerful um, and yeah, I'm so thankful that I've learned that lesson, that um, tip, that piece of advice, and then put it into practice with the kiddos. And then I've learned so much from them um, in how they, yeah, you know, they're taking responsibility for their things as well, which is super powerful. Um, other things people ask me about work, the kids' workbooks and things like as my oldest son gets older, like he's got like little short stories and things like that. And we go through it and I say, you know, are there any stories that you'd like me to take a photo of or that you would like to cut out of your workbook and keep? Because the thing is, if everything is special, nothing is special and those really special things get lost amongst the whole plethora of <laughs> stuff. And so that's just another little tip in terms of workbooks. Um, artwork, we've talked about artwork. I've got that one folder for each of them. Um, and you know things like on holidays maybe your kids are making more artwork as well like what do you do <laughs> what do you do with it all so we use the holidays for a bit of a reset even if as they're making things we have one um, it's like a square what do you call it like a pin-up board I guess they've got one square one each you know like me I don't know what size they are maybe by 50 by 50 ish maybe 40 by 40 anyway and we just have those two boards up on the wall so and my boys are a little bit older, they are safe with the pins and stuff, but so obviously you want to help your kids if they're little, but um, they pin up their current pieces of art that they've done or their favourite drawing that they've done and then if they do something the next day or a few days later, a week later, whatever, they swap it out and I say, do you want me to take a photo of it or are you happy to let this one go? Because we're always doing more paintings, we're always doing more art and through that practice and that repetition, they are quite happy to let it go. And I am learning that it's okay to let it go. We can always create more and we can always capture that memory as well with a photo if needed. Like it's so easy to do these days. Um, kids are like, <laughs> always say like kids are like little creation monsters. <laughs> That's so cute, that. Oh, my God, my dog has just found his squeaky toy. So I'm just going to... I'm just going to swap that out for something else so you don't have to listening. Sorry, puppy. You don't have to listen to the squeaking. What can you play with, puppy? Hmm, what have I got? Oh, here we go. Here's a ball. Can you play with this one? Um, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, little creation mon monsters they are. Um, yeah, like, and they've taught me so much on that as well. Like, yes, you will make so many awesome things. And you do make so many awesome things. And I think just giving them that um, encouragement to keep creating and it's okay to let go of things. It's so, so powerful. 
um, you know, we're living in the now, we're celebrating the now. We're not, we're not making a museum <laughs> out of our home for all the things that have happened in the past. Um, so that's just a couple of things that I've really, really learned. Oh my God, my Google timer. Go, yes, Google Home, I'm coming. Sorry, you're coming into my kitchen with me. Um, I think it's stopped now. Oh, no. <laughs> now it's stopped. <laughs> so the Google Home timer was on for something and um, I just take it around my house. It was for something that I'm cooking. And I'm just going to turn that off before I burn it. You can hear stuff. That's just the um, oven and the aircon and all the sounds. And now I'm going to go back to my quiet little room. Okay. <laughs> I knew that was going to go off. I was like, no, nah, finish talking before that goes off. Anyway, I'm glad it reminds me. It's the best thing ever. So what else do we go through? We definitely, definitely go through clothes and school uniforms. They grow like little mushrooms, right? <laughs> Far out. My kids, I feel like they've, the boys have grown so much in the last like month. And I know our oldest, I know his school uniforms don't fit, so I need to get onto that. Um, but, yeah, go through the school uniforms. Do they fit? You know, is any super faded or has any got Sharpie marks all over it? I don't know if that's just my kids. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, so what did you do today? <laughs> anyway, so um, school uniforms, yes, we always check that. And then clothes in general. Oh, has been a really big area for us this holidays. They got quite a lot of clothes over Christmas time. And the thing is, if you never get rid of anything and you never have a reset and you never have a declutter, your home just continues to fill up. And this is, this is what my biggest issue was back in the day. I didn't get rid of things and things just keep coming in. Kids keep growing. Um, so we're really onto that in the school holidays now because they're just growing so fast. And sometimes we don't change any clothes and sometimes we usually find donations though, to be honest. Um, and depending what age your kids are as well, like mine are now full-time school, both of them. And when school's on, they're wearing their school uniform five days a week. So um, we're like, they really don't need that many clothes. We're coming to that realisation <laughs> gradually. and you know, like I've said, like, okay, pick out your absolute favorite five shirts or whatever. Um, yeah, however many, I can't remember exactly. And they pick out their favorites. The other ones we go, okay, why aren't these your favorites? And they'll be like, oh, this one's a bit short. This one's a bit tight. Um, I don't like this picture anymore. Okay. Okay. I said, put them in a pile. Um, but you know, if you need to try it on, just try it on. And they do. And they're like, oh yeah, I see what you mean. That's getting a bit small, whatever. And I'm like, then they have their favourites that don't fit. And you're like, I know, I know it's your favourite, mate, but that's the thing, you know, we've got to live for right now. Um, you'll get another new favourite shirt. <laughs> and also, you know, if we never grew and never changed, you know, you know we, you'd be stuck at this age forever. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not, it doesn't really make sense. So they're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. No worries. And both being boys, we just pick out the best of the best and have a couple, just a couple of shirts, couple of shorts um, for the younger one, just in case we can't get to the shop or whatever, like to find his size when he starts growing really fast again. Um, and then the rest we donate. Um, yeah, like our 
the kids' chest of drawers were just stuffed. They were overflowing. And I was like, what is going on? The amount of socks that we pulled out of the drawer, you would not even believe. And I'm like, like we keep on top of this and like I said, we check it most holidays, like all holidays. And I'm like, how is there so many socks in one drawer? Um, and I remember at one stage our oldest was between sizes and so he had some of these ones now and then he had some that he was going to grow into, but he's just wearing the bigger ones now. So it's like turf all the smaller ones, all the holy ones. <laughs> so anyway, highly recommend if you haven't, go through your kids' clothing. The other thing we look at is it's summer here at the moment and they have all their clothes in their drawers, like for all seasons. We're pretty lucky that we have drawers that we can do that. Um, and they have like their jumpers, their trackies, their rain jackets, winter school clothes. So we look at those as well and we go, are they going to fit? Is there a high chance this is going to fit this winter? In a few months when it starts to get cold. And if they're already like borderline, I'm like, no, that's not going to fit. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. And we just move it to one side to our donate box or if it's still good, you know, I keep, like I said, I keep it for our younger one. And yeah, that really, really helps to clear out the drawers and just reset the room. Toys. <laughs> and I don't want this episode to be too, too long, but I know I've had quite a lot of short ones lately and I'm hope, I hope that you've been um enjoying listening I love connecting with you here I will run this one um I've heard a few people talking about this and talked to a few friends about this and just feeling like need the home is needing a refresh and um I really want to share what you're doing with the kids stuff over the holidays because many of you are mums not all of you and I know this won't be relevant to everyone um especially if you have you know, maybe older kids, it's going to be different again, but they still grow. <laughs> um, toys is a, toys and books is a bit of an area of, um, you know, you hear conflicting stuff and sometimes people get a little, I'm not sure offended is the right word, but maybe a little triggered. Um, when people start talking about kids and toys and stuff and I learned a lot over the last few years and we've just gradually, gradually, slowly, slowly brought down the number of toys. Uh, it explodes again over Christmas here and, yeah, you know, birthdays, it explodes again. So we have a, an area and everybody's area is going to be different. Yours is going to be completely different to mine. But we have an area where most of the toys go into, like near our living area, sort of towards the back door. And we've got one of those cube shelves and those soft boxes that go in it. And now, but there's not so many, like so many, well, there is probably so many toys. Um, but we've got like two of the holes in the cube shelf are full of board games now because the boys are really into it. We're loving doing that. And the other, the other two at the other end are full of Lego sets. <laughs> so there's lots of Lego in our house and there's lots of board games. And then the four cube shelves in the middle are this, have the soft boxes and they've got a random assortment. Like one's got Jenga blocks, I think. One's got matchy cars. They still love getting them out and making ramps and whatnot with those. Um, and then there's like bits and bobs. There's a few costumes. 
uh, like dress up stuff and um, yeah, like balls and things and oh, uh, what are the the remote control <laughs> cars and stuff. So like we've got that area and then we've got a separate box of Lego under the couch and then in the boys' room they actually have a few things. And I know some people don't agree about you know having the the toys in the bedroom and whatnot but that's so that's something that we have worked on is like picking their favorite favorites they can keep a few of their favorite favorites in their room if it starts overflowing if I can't wipe down the drawers or like the surfaces because there's so much shit just like piled on the top I'm like okay time for a reset and we go in and we have a reset and they help with that um now just a little side note full 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 if you are wondering whether you have to have your kids involved with decluttering their stuff, no, absolutely not. It is 100% your call and probably will depend a bit on the ages of your kids. In saying that, you like you know your kids so well and give yourself credit for that. You know what they go to to play with every time. You know what they haven't played with for three months, six months a year, you know, the stuff at the bottom of a box or container is likely not to have been played with for a while. Um, So don't discount your intuition and your knowledge about your kids because you know them so well. Of course, you can get them involved and we've involved them from an early age um, and talked them through, you know, why we donate things and why we let go of things. Um, and that's been helpful and you can do that at any age so don't feel feel bad and kids are sponges you know like they think of this as like lifelong lessons for them because there's always going to be stuff coming into their life and you know you're teaching them life skills in how to manage that stuff and work through it and let go of things that are taking up their space their time um things that they don't love um, you know, you, you're teaching them how to, to let go and feel good about that. And I think that's only a positive. Um, I do go, I'm writing my book at the moment, which is very exciting. And I do go in depth a bit more about kids and decluttering. Um, so I'm excited to share that as well one day in the not so distant future, hopefully. Um, so I do dive more into that, but I really want to share these tips today because so many people talking about it with return to school coming up here in Australia um yeah so all the toys you know you can go through them all you can go through them with the kids you can go through them without the kids um kind of got like this step-by-step system that works and the first the first thing and this can literally make so much difference without doing anything else and that is just getting in there and looking for rubbish and that's it if that's all you have the energy to do, um, you can send the kids on a treasure hunt. Okay, get that box out. You get that box out. We're just literally looking for rubbish and you can get them involved that way. I promise you there will be rubbish. <laughs> Somehow there always is. Um, they might find something that's truly, truly special, um, which is awesome. Um, and they might find some stuff that they're like, yes, this is like my favorite. I'm loving this at the moment. And you will also find some favourites that you'll be like, I know that they go and they get this out all the time. So having that knowledge, you do have that knowledge and sometimes it's just really overwhelming to 
to tackle a space like this, especially if you haven't done it or haven't done it for a while. Um, but do feel confident that you know your kids so well and what they love and what they haven't touched for a while. So that'll help you out. Um, in terms of books, um, I'm very <laughs> – this is something like uh, like work in progress, right? I love books and I feel like it's really strongly – books and reading, so it's really strongly connected with like my identity and letting go of books is really – has been difficult for me. Up to this point, um, I'm getting better and I am getting better at realising like just by having a certain book or a certain amount of books or whatever, it doesn't define – me as a person <laughs> um I'm me even without my books but it is hard letting go and again the kids have taught me so much around this because what happened is they started putting books in their donate box and then they started putting their favorites back on the shelf like so we just like get them all off the shelf put your favorites back um talk to each other if you're not sure and then donation box if you're ready to donate it. If it's broken or anything like that or it's just past, it's, you know, we don't donate that because they can't sell it. Uh, but other than that, we put it in the donate box and they've taught me so much about that, right? They're like, oh, yeah, that was great. Uh, we don't read it anymore. And they just put it in. And, no, this wasn't as easy as that when we first started, like with everything else, like with all the other toys. But they know it's coming now. So, when we have books that are starting to pile up on the couch, in their bedroom, in the toilet, um, on the little side table, I'm like, okay, <laughs> the books are spreading everywhere, which is great. And part of that is, you know, putting them back on the shelf after reading them. But a lot of it is that there's been more books come in and we haven't gone through our books to decide which ones are still our favourite, which ones are still, you know, age appropriate because we had some like little 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 kid books and I was like we don't know these anymore <laughs> so um they've taught me a lot in that area as well um and I do highly encourage you to go through your books with the kids um they might see one they'll be like wow we haven't read that one for so long that was one of my favorites and you just ask them okay is this your favorite favorite this one's really special let's put this one back on the shelf first um and then when you come across a book that they maybe they're like you ask them, what about this one? And they're kind of like, oh, you say, is this one special, special like that one? Or you're happy to let this one go? That's just something that we've done over the years and that's been really helpful. So I hope that helps you too. It gets quicker over time. Like all things that we practice, I promise you, it is, it can be really tricky in the beginning and you might just want to take it slowly, like just do one little area of the time, like maybe, or you could tackle the whole room, the whole space, whatever works for you. Um, but uh, something else that I do now, the kids are older and I get them set up doing that. I make a point of doing it myself. So I'll go to like a shared area or one of my own areas, like the bedroom, but usually a shared area, like in our living area, we've got these side table drawers, table things. And, um, I go through the drawers and I'm like putting stuff in the bin and I'm like donating a few things or sorting it out. And I think the kids really feel like, okay, we're in this together, um, which is awesome because they feel like they're contributing, they're responsible for their things, which is only a positive in my book. So kind of like not just talking the talk, it's walking the walk and doing it alongside them or with them, depending on their age, of course. Um, but, yeah, I see it as a really 
valuable life skill um, that we're teaching them. And yeah, I'd love to to help you more. Like you can hit me up over on Instagram. <laughs> I was like, what's that called? At Life in a Bookshelf podcast, all one word, all lowercase, and um, message me over there. Um, I'd love to hear how you're going or if you're doing like one of these little mini holiday resets at the moment. Um, Because sometimes it's just knowing where to start. Like it can feel bloody overwhelming sometimes. Um, It can feel really, really overwhelming, but you're not alone. There's a lot of people that are feeling ah, like their stuff is taking over in their homes. Um, There's a lot of people feeling like they just want to freshen up the house, just get rid of stuff. They're like, give me a holiday. I don't want to deal with my home. And it, I know the feeling. Um, and I have been there. And this is why I wanted to share with you today and hope that it will help you. Um, something else I shared recently, and this, this you may or may not agree. You don't have to agree with anything I say. Um, and you may or may not love the idea, but we, um, the boys are quite funny. So they help around the house and certain things and then bigger things like in the backyard or whatever. It's like, you know, sometimes like, oh, I'll give you a dollar if you pick up all of this or move the weeds to the back fence where we can get them to the tip or blah, 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 whatever. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if this could work with decluttering. So I had a couple of spare boxes one holidays and I was like, hey, guys, do you – want a chance to get a couple of bucks yeah 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 very driven <laughs> clearly and I was like okay all you got to do is you go through your room your toys in your room and um, the toys in the shared area I want you to go through those and I want you to pick out things that we can donate things that you're no longer playing with that you no longer love that you no longer um, you know like using for anything you haven't like pulled them out for ages and you wouldn't play with them today. And they were like, oh, okay, cool. So they took their little box and we just started off with a smaller kind of box. You know, I guess that, and then we gradually worked up to bigger boxes um, for a couple more dollars. But in a way, it was, and I did have to explain this, I was like, you know, see all these things in your drawer, all these things in this box that you're not using and you're not loving, you're not playing with. Yet number one, like we can donate that and someone who's a little less well off than we are, they'll be able to buy it and enjoy it um, again. Like, it, you know, they, we won't go in the bin, it'll get played with again. And they were like, oh, cool. And then on the other hand, I was like, you know, it's, it's a choice. You know, you can get $2 and have the money or you can have all this stuff that you're not using. That was just one way that I explained it to them. And they were like, sure thing, fill it up the box. And I was like, anything you're not sure about or you think your brother might like, talk to him about it and ask me any questions or whatever. And they went to town. So if you're looking for a spare like <laughs> 20 minutes to get some work in, I work from home and that always works well. I'm like, all right, off you go, in your bedrooms, in the toy area, go fill your box. And doing that each holidays, and sometimes there's not much and sometimes there's a lot like this holidays. And even after years of doing this now, <laughs> we still find stuff. Um, so, yes, that's the last little tip that I want to share with you today. Dollars for boxes. And I know it's not for everyone and might, you might not agree and no worries. You just take what works, leave the rest, um, no hard feelings. Um, 
everyone's going to do things their own way. Um, I thought this might be helpful today. Uh, I woke up feeling quite energetic and which I haven't the last sort of like over the last week and a half, I felt pretty sleepy waking up every day, which is ugh, a bit of a drag. But today I felt energetic and I wanted to record this for you uh, in hope that it might inspire your, your own little reset if you've been thinking about it but not knowing where to start. Um, let me know if you let me know if you love this episode and what you loved about it over on Instagram. Um, if you loved it and you want to share it with friends, just take a screenshot while you're watching and share it up on your Instagram or Facebook stories. Um, yeah, let them know. And I will catch you on the next episode. Have a great day. Bye. So that's all for today. Make sure you click that follow button on Spotify or, or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. I thank you so much for taking the time to listen in today. Appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. You absolutely deserve it. Talk soon.